mindset, mindset, mindset. Hi, I'm Kelvin Willingham, and this is Mindset Live. I have a message for you today, a message for us, really. It's one that I have written on my wall in big letters. Stop stopping. Now, some of you may get that, but as always, I'm going to talk about that for a minute. So what do I mean? I mean that sometimes we start big changes in our lives or we begin to walk in our passions It's and, and it could be uncomfortable because we've just never done it before, especially if you don't have a roadmap or if you don't have someone holding your hand. And it's easy. It's easy to stop. It's easy to quit. It's easy to give up. Typically, everything inside of you is telling you, hey, just give yourself a break. Maybe don't do it today. Maybe don't start today. Maybe wait till you're ready. And the truth is, you're never going to feel ready. You just have to start, right? But what I'm saying is stop stopping. Come on, be honest. Be honest. You know you keep stopping. If you don't want to be honest, I'll be honest. I stop all the time. It was my pattern. And I'm so glad that I recognize it now. I would start a book and didn't finish. And then I would start it again and don't finish. Or I start journaling. It'd go good for a couple of days or for a couple of weeks, then I'd stop. And before I know it, it's a month is going by and I haven't journaled. So I start all over, start again and journal again really good for a couple of days and then stop because I would give into that thought pattern or that automatic programming. Hey, you don't have to do it today. You've been doing really well. Reward yourself. Just chill out. Not today. But the truth is you have to keep going and you have to, we have to be really careful of this intensity that we create. You know, I know we've all seen it. We've all been a part of it. The intensity that we create at a pep rally to get supercharged, the intensity that we create before a big game or a track meet or a big performance, we create that intensity and that charge so that we can be amped up and motivated and ready to jump in there and perform and to do. But here's the thing, that intensity, that frenzy that we work ourselves up into to propel us forward is only a short time burst of energy. That's really, truly all it is meant for. Like, think about it. It works for a couple of hours, which is why it's so great for a pep rally or which is why it's so great before a big performance or which is why it's so great before a big game. It works really, really well. But think about this. Trying to use that amount of intensity to propel you forward for an extended period of time for the next six months, for the next year, for the next 10 years. 
The trouble with that amount of intensity is that you cannot sustain it because there's going to be days that you just don't want to go. You just don't want to do what you've set in your mind to do. And then what? Because on those days, guess what? You're also not going to want to work yourself up into an intense frenzy or an intense energy state. You're not going to want to do it. And if that is what you're using to push you, you're going to find yourself stopping. And that's the whole point. I don't want you to stop. I don't want you to stop anymore. So what are you supposed to do, right? What are we supposed to do? Let's just be, because I'm not acting like I, you know me, I never act like I've already made it. This is a journey that I am on as well with deciding who I want to become and practicing being that person. So here is what we got to do, family. We have to learn to pivot. So instead of quitting and instead of starting over, learn to pivot. I heard this from Tan France. He is the stylist on Queer Eye. And he said that in his first five years of being an entrepreneur, he had to, he was met with so many challenges and he had to learn to shift and to maneuver and to reinvent. Because if something wasn't working, you just take what you learned from that and you pivot instead of stopping. And I love that perspective and I love that I'm going to start using that. And I, I, it's something that I've realized is that when I started out on my own in my own business in 2020, which is now two years ago, I have been, there has been an evolution. But the thing that I wish I had known back then is I wish I had known to pivot because I stopped. I did a lot of stopping and I spent several months in a stalemate and I don't want you to do that. So learn to pivot. I like the way Napoleon Hill says it also. He says you have to find your seed of equivalent exchange. So a seed of equivalent exchange simply means that for every failure that you face, for every experience, whether even whether it's a good experience or a bad experience, a successful experience or a learning experience, if you review them, if you look at them objectively, you got something from it, meaning there is a significant lesson to be learned. And that seed of equivalent exchange, you have to plant it and utilize it. Starting my business. I started creating communications products and in creating those products, I had some clients. It went okay. I started realizing from my clients a couple of different things. One, they were in need of additional skill sets that I didn't have. So I started learning what they needed. And I began to realize that some of these things that I am doing for my clients and that I'm doing in my business, some of them I like, some of them I don't. Some of them I don't want to do anymore, <laughs> you know? And that for at first it felt like I was failing and I kept trying to push myself to be the same instead of allowing myself to grow in realizing that growth is not failure, but growth is growth. 
Find your seed of equivalent exchange and plant it. Learn what's working. Be honest with yourself about what's working for you and honest with yourself about what's not working. And pivot. So if you picked up a book and you said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start reading and you pick up a book to read, like a book on theology and philosophy, because you say, I want to read things that are good, that are challenging and that stimulate my mind. Cool. And then if you find that you can't get past chapter one or chapter two, you keep stopping and then starting back and you still can't get past chapter one or chapter two. Listen to me. Put that book down. Pivot. Okay. Pivot. It's okay. If you keep walking past a book that's fiction and you're like, man, I really would like to read that book, but man, I should be reading theology, philosophy or, or what have you. No, no, no. Pick up that book of fiction, read it. Because maybe you're not doing, maybe it's just not fun. And if it's not fun, maybe you shouldn't be doing it. Or maybe if, it's, if you're not passionate about it and you're not getting excited about it, you shouldn't be doing it. So learn to pivot. One other thing I want to talk about. How do you actually keep going? Yeah, I, I'm saying that I want you to stop stopping. I want us to stop stopping. I want us to learn to pivot. So even after we pivot, like how do we keep actually going, right? Because that's a big deal. That's the whole point. I'm going to tell you something I tell you quite often. You have to be very specific about what you truly want and keep that as your focus. Become very specific about what you want, what you truly, truly want, and keep that as your focus. Now, if you're not sure what you truly, truly want, I'm going to call BS. Yes, you are. <laughs> it's usually the thing that you're most afraid of. That's why we, a lot of times we like, I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want. I don't know what I want to be. I used to say that all the time because I was so afraid of telling anyone my big dream because I was scared they were going to just like take a dump all over it. Yeah, I know that sounds crude, but that's what people do sometimes, you know, and I just didn't feel like I could take it. If I told somebody my dream, my big, big desire and aspiration, they might actually talk me out of it. Well, it took some practice, but I'm not afraid of that anymore. Now, I'm not telling you to be brave enough to tell anyone else. I'm telling you to be brave enough to admit to yourself what it is you truly, truly want. I want you to be courageous enough to take that vision you have in your life, that astronomical, absolutely ridiculously seeming unattainable dream and vision and write that down. And let that guide you. Let that be your focus. Because you need to write it down. You need it to become tangible. You need your dream to no longer just be a dream, but you need it to be a vision. You need it to have some solidness so that you can see it and you can touch it. This is the beauty of writing it down. So write your vision so that it becomes easy to see, easy to remember, 
I want you to read it often because when you read your vision, the vision that you wrote, the vision that you gave yourself for your life, it will give you discernment over situations and it'll lead you and push you in your daily decisions and your daily devotions. Stephen Pressfield says something that I think is so powerful. He says, you must know the difference between what is important and what is urgent. Always, always do what is important. The only way you will know what is important for your life is if you have a specific vision for your life. You can do this. I believe in you. As I always say, it's a practice. It's not a perfect. If I can, you can. Thanks for listening. I'll see you real soon. You know, you know that we got it. Joy, peace, happiness, pleasure. There ain't no reason to doubt it. I can show you better than you. No one can give me these things because I am all these things. No one can take them away. You know, you know, you know, you know, you got it.